good afternoon, boys and girls, and welcome in to the Dream Wager. Today is April 4th, 2022. As always, I'm your host, Dylan, and joining me is our NBA guru, partner in crime, Elvis. How are you doing today, sir? Great, Dylan. Glad to be in the studio with you, boys. Good. Glad. And from sunny South Carolina, the legend, Joey D. How are you, sir? Doing great. Fantastic on this feel-good Monday. Feel-good Monday. It's great to be... It's a great day for a great day, I like to say, but glad you guys could join us today. We have a great show for everyone. We're going to recap how our weekends went. We'll head down to New Orleans for a national championships, and we'll end the show with some plays on the NHL. No NBA, but uh, we got some plays on the ice for you. But uh, let's let's start how our weekends went. Transparency is key. How was your weekend, boys? Uh, overall, though, my weekend was 9-5. and five. Had okay. a 3-1 three, three and one Sunday, mm. a 5 and one Friday. Wow. So, you know, we was pretty good. Saturday night, you know, Final Four kind of fucked me a little bit, mm-hmm. but it, it is what it is. Actually, it did, I deserve to what I got. I mm. deserve to go on one and two on okay. on Saturday because that's my fault. That's that's me just going. I'm not, I'm not going to say with the hype, but just feeding into, yeah. you know, a miracle could happen. Coach K's final <laughs> send-off could be this. And yeah. I fell for it like an idiot. You know, I feel like a bozo, but Chill. that's every Duke fan. Hey, same here. I got the Final Four completely wrong this weekend. It just uh, irked me entirely. I even missed on my parlay I had on the ice. Uh, normally, I'm an under guy. I don't know what possessed me to go over, but not again. We'll go back to our roots there. But hey, and the NBA, I think I called that trap game. You know, Cat was yeah. a thorn. And Joker's side, and they came out on top, money line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was we a good play by there. Yeah, I I leaned the Denver side, but great call on uh, Minnesota there. I think I could speak for everyone. We just we're on the wrong side of everything for the Final Four, and and it's crazy. So we'll start in the Final Four. So I I'll obviously yeah, real quick, yeah, real quick before you start off, mm-hmm. I just want to say to the people, I blame you for the results of the Final Four. This is why. You said who me? If Duke, yeah. If Duke and Villanova made it, you would not touch the game. And none of them made and it. And God wants you to touch the game. And look what happened, though. I and, hope you're proud of yourself. And I, I have a proud of yourself. And I have two play. I got three plays tonight. I know. That's that's the, that's the irony of it. Yeah. You said if if my two favorite teams make it, I ain't gonna touch it. Now look at you. Look Looking at like you. a fool. Oh, <laughs> No, yeah, I just wanted to say that. No, I agree. I, I just think I I was on the wrong side. So we'll start with the first game, Villanova, Kansas. Holy shit. They they came out guns blazing, Kansas. And it, it was so funny to me that I took the first half under and they had no fast break points, Kansas. They the pace of the game was so slow, but they hit every fucking every- three. They hit everything. How uh, I want to hear your thoughts on the game. How do you guys think it played out for them? I hate to make this comparison, but like their second chance points were terrible. Nova in the paint. Yeah. Kansas. Dom- it was similar. You know, I got to shout out the women on this, man. It was mm. like the national championship for the women because yeah. South Carolina completely dominated the rebounding, offensive rebounding, second chance points. So it was kind of like, um, you know, resemble that. Mm-hmm. I got to say that there wasn't a shot in the front court for Villanova. Who they got downloaded uh, by that big man from Kansas, McCormick. Or Mc- yeah, McCormick. Yeah. He and also was Wilson. Yeah, absolutely. And Wilson actually has been getting a lot more minutes for Kansas. But uh, 
OG Obani, he wanted up hitting every fucking thing. You were bound, he was bound to go off eventually. And Villanova's not deep. They didn't have enough. They they kept trying to cut the lead down to five, six, but they were never Yeah, they couldn't. And Kansas countered everything with another hit. So shout out Kansas. They're gonna be playing tonight in the national championship and Duke. <sighs> what do I have to say about Duke? I, you heard my piece. You heard my piece. That was just a little bit. I could add more, but you could go on. Joe, I want before I get it because I have. I'm I'm very sad on everyone. Should be ashamed, even including myself, a fellow Duke fan. I am ashamed of how they, they played. But at the half, they let the lead slip. Um, I gotta say, Coach K was out coached. Um, yeah. He he just he's a good motivator. He's never been a really X and O guy, but he also the, another go back to the you know typical verbiage that I've used so far today. Thorn in the side. Mm. UNC throughout Coach K's career has been a thorn in his side. Yeah. And he just has not been able to get over the hump that is the Tar Heels. Yeah. So I think it proved history proved itself true again. I I texted this this person I met on a cruise and they graduated from Chapel Hill. And I said, Congratulations, you're going to the national championship. And they said, Oh, we just won our national championship. We beat Coach K in his last home game and we sent him home packing, crying with his wife. This is facts. And I said, and I said, Wow, they they won their they won it. Like it doesn't yeah. even matter what happens tonight. They won their national championship. All those kids said we went, we sent Coach K packing, not once. Twice. But twice. And I don't and I think the emotion and all the hype Coach K built announcing his farewell tour, he built all this hype up. It put too much pressure on the kids, I think. And they they couldn't live up to it. And and they Duke left nine or ten points at the free throw line. They they that was bad. You you can't not miss make your free throws. And if you're gonna do that, then you deserve to lose the game. And uh Baycott, he sprained his ankle, but he another dominant performance by him. He has 42 rebounds in two games. Like yeah. that that's insane. So I think it's going to be a good a good um good good competition, but I really lean heavily on on Kansas tonight. Uh you want to just get into our plays for tonight, boys? Yeah, hey, we can jump yeah. in, baby. Let's jump in. Yeah, so Natty, right, baby. national championship all goes down tonight late, 920. I don't like the late starts, but hey, they're playing in New Orleans. And uh, eighth seed North Carolina are four-point underdogs. Actually opened four and a half. Money it came down. Total sitting around 151 and a half. Joe, I'm coming to you first. Who do you like and how are you playing this game? Okay, so I would lean – Kansas with you, you know, okay. I just think that they're dominant in the front court, but I'm not picking a side here, so I don't have an official play on the team, but I do have one here for the total, and I'm riding the under here. Mm. I got it at 152.5 at minus 110, so a straight-up play. I just think that it's going to be a low-scoring affair. Both teams scored 81 in their Final Four matchup. I think it's going to be hard to duplicate there, and I see a fast-paced, tightly contested defensive matchup here. Like I said, and it comes down to styles, contrasting styles. North Carolina may have a better backcourt. Kansas was proven they have a better frontcourt. But you just shouted out somebody who's had about 40 rebounds on North Carolina's side. Is it Alcott? Uh, Baycott, Baycott, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's been absolutely dominant down there. So that could balance it out. And I think it comes down to what we just addressed as well. Hit in your free throws. You can't miss your free throws. So when they get into foul trouble, and they will, these yeah. teams will get into foul trouble tonight. 
It's about hitting the hitting the free throws. I agree, and we we see a lot of. You're basically on the contrarian play because a lot of money is coming in and a lot of people I've saw are on the over. North Carolina, they're, they've been scoring a lot. Kansas, if their offensive is in a rhythm and get going, they can score a lot of points. And you're actually going under, which I do agree with. I you do like I the under. The and Yes, absolutely. And you got to think it's a championship game. The defense is going to be locked in, I think. It's going to be much slower than what everyone thinks. What do you think, Elvis? How do you think this game plays out? Yeah. Nobody's seen UNC coming this far. I didn't. You no. didn't. I know Joey didn't. But we all agree that they deserve to be a higher seed than ace. Yeah, absolutely. We all agreed on that, right, gentlemen? Mm-hmm. We've seen the Tar Heels face adversity and beat Coach K and Dukies back, both back in their whole stadium, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen them. Go through the tournament into the final four, and what they do, they do it again. Dale, I like this Kansas team, but I'm a, there's something that sticks to my head. Something you said when we first announced this tournament, they have the easiest path to the final four, mm-hmm. and I agree with that. Yeah, and what we saw Saturday night, that team wasn't just missing, especially in the first half. No. They weren't missing. Are, are they going to be able to duplicate that come tonight? If they're a great team, they will be able to duplicate it. Mm-hmm. With that being said, Dylan, they're not a great team. Give me UNC money line. Wow. 60 people. Wow. 160. Wow. wow. Michael Jordan. Wow. wow. Is Michael going to be in the building? Oh, he better be. He better Sweet. be. Sweet. Wow. Wow. I'm actually speechless. You're going with the Tar Heels. North Carolina. (laughs) What do you got, D? And I'm going Kansas, but before I get into it, I do agree that they were underseeded, but we can't. I've heard this be spilled out on Twitter and on uh, the media saying, oh, it's a Cinderella story. No. No. Everyone expects. North Carolina, even though they're not playing well, to still compete and be they're one of the top programs in college basketball history. So it can't be a Cinderella story for them to get all the way here. Don't like how people are saying that. But I am actually on the Jayhawks. Uh, I think defensively, they're playing great. They've only given up 65 points or fewer in eight of their last nine games. Top 20 in defense. Up until uh, the Villanova game, Kansas's last 14 games, they've been able to hold their opponents to 27% from three. So I don't think they'll be able to hold UNC to that, but they'll definitely limit them. And now with UNC... Like I, I mentioned it earlier, Baycott, 20-plus boards in two last games. He did roll his ankle, though, late in the game. Don't know if he'll be 100%, but it'll be around 80-85. They're going to need him, especially since they're not a deep team. Uh, their bench only scored two points against Duke, and that was Puff Johnson because Baycott couldn't shoot his free throws. So UNC doesn't force a lot of turnovers, which I think could hurt them. They turn the ball over a lot. Um, and Kansas, they've risen their game every round in the tournament. Yes, I do agree it's been an easier path, but I think they've gotten better each game. So I think it's their year. I think they cut the nets down, and I'm going to lay with the Jayhawks minus four. I got it early at minus 110. Right now it's at minus 115, minus 120. And what's the, what's the point uh, spread now? Uh, did it 151. Or did it, 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 it's 151 and a half. 
Yeah, um, so you, you got, you're at, up a point. You got it at minus four and a half. Is it still minus four and a half? Is it going up? Is it going down? So I got it at minus four. It's at four still. But the okay. yeah, the line, the odds are minus 115. So money is coming in on Jayhawks. Absolutely. Cool. Um, <laughs> but Joe, you do have a parlay. Yeah, I want to hear it. Prop parlay, and it goes into what I kind of diagnosed the situation to be the low score natty parlay. Mm. You know, McCormick, he's been eating under the glass, and he alone could be, you know, controlling that front court. For that reason, I'm hoping Wilson, on the other hand, doesn't need to score. Straight bets that go in line with the parlay, McCormick, I got it early at five and a half rebounds at plus 100. It's Mm. 12 to seven and a half. Yeah. So people are thinking that he's going to get his rebounds. And uh, for Wilson, under 13 and a half points at minus 130. So I think it will especially work when they get into foul trouble. And I, I know these teams will because it's going to be tightly defensive. I think the refs may let it go a little bit. I know they're, they're yeah. kids, but at the end of the day, this is for, you know, for the chips. for all so. the marbles. And then it goes in line with the third little prop I have here. You can play straight if you want. I think this might be a lock in terms of the whole thing is Brady Manic. They have his over under at 16 and a half. Give me the under because he's averaging about 11 and a half. And unless he's shooting lights out beyond the arc, I don't see him coming close to that 16 and a half prop, which is at minus 105, close to plus money. Um, three-way parlay there gives you odds of plus 590. Let's ride. I love it. I love it. And I'm actually going to tell you on the Brady Manic. Uh, I got it this morning. I saw you play it and I just looked back and you're right. He's only averaging like 11.2, 11.3 points. And I, I like you, I think it's going to be a slow down uh, game. And I don't think he's going to be able to hit the shots that he did in previous games. Um, and I like, I got it at minus 105. Is that what you got it at as well? Minus 105 straight. It's yep. still there right now. Like I'm looking at. So under 16 and a half for both uh, Joey and I, Brady Manic under 16 and a half. I love that play. You know what play I got? I also have a player problem. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Caleb Love over 17 and a half. I like that as well. He's he's a baller. Yeah, yeah. for UNC. Right. He, he's going in the league. You just see the talent. You see his level, his playmaking ability, his shoot-off dribble. He's not scared of the moment. He's going to pull up and just shoot it. So that's what I like about him. So I, I think I see him go for easy 20-25 in this game. So That was Caleb Love, right? Caleb Love, yeah. 17 and a half. I think it's slight disrespectful, after, especially after a huge game against Duke. He brought him back. Yeah, he, he did the damage. Yeah. yeah, as soon as the second half was over, like yeah, after he the took half, over. After he had like fourteen in the second half. Yeah, 12. it was it was so strange. He went over in the first half and then came out in the second half and went for fourteen, sixteen. I went to get a cup of water and he already had sixteen. I said, "Holy shit!" Also, you know who's been balling on North Carolina? R.J. Davis as well. I think yes. I think both of them could be lottery picks and i also like his over as well at 14 and a half yeah. I think that's a low value too yeah i <sighs> but i'm more confident than love I'm, you yeah. might get a little 200 for some reason <laughs> for some reason i was on fan is not letting me parlay him yeah I'm i don't i don't think they're gonna be allowed to depending on the state certain states have certain rules yeah. but um yeah so I'm riding with uh, Brady Manic under 16 and a half points and the Jayhawks. Joe, can you just rerun your plays for us real quick? Yep. Under 152 and a half at minus 110. That's a straight bet. And then the three-way parlay is at plus 590. It's Brady Manic under 16 and a half. McCormick over five and a half rebounds. And Wilson under 13 and a half points. And Elvis? <laughs> Tar Hills. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> at plus 160, baby. And Caleb Love, over 17 and a half at minus 117. Shop around, see if you can get it at minus 110. Let's, but I doubt it because money's coming. <laughs> let's ride, boys. Good luck tonight. And I just hope, regardless of our bets, I hope we see a good game. No blowouts. I want to see a good game. I want to see another you know, uh, walk-off, honestly. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Uh, for tonight, no NBA. Uh, shout out the NBA. They let the kids have the night to themselves, so all eyes are on the national championship. Respect to Adam Silver and the NBA. Uh, but the NBA will be finishing up their regular season in a few days. I think it's April 10th, so right yeah, around the Sunday. corner. Yeah, this Sunday. Yeah, exactly. The play-in tournaments early. Uh, so be careful when you're taking player props and sides this upcoming week because teams are at the top might sit some players so just something to think about i think when you're handicapping these games um but let's get to the nhl we have uh four games on the board nice four pack tonight some nice matchups i think as well so uh let's talk about this first game lightning at maple leaves oh uh joey what's your first play tonight i got maple leaves taking a trip over to the Lightning. yes toronto taking over down down there warm for having such a warm climate, they have such a good uh, hockey team, those yeah. Tampa Bay Lightning. And I'm hoping for a high-scoring affair here. Both teams, mm-hmm. uh, league high, averaging about three goals a game. Yeah. So I'm taking the over six and a half here at minus 108. Let's ride. I think I think uh, I'd like to see some goals, maybe an open net at the end, depending on who's up. We'll see something to that like. Yeah, so I would lean as well to the over. I think both, both teams uh, are – they have no problem, like Joey said, scoring of late. Uh, I think the game, if I was to pick a side, I would lean Maple Leafs. I think it means more to them. They usually show up when they first really good team. So uh, Lightning, they lost a shootout to the Habs on Saturday. So they might actually be coming out hot, wanting to prove something. So no official play, but I would lean with Joe on the over six and a half. Uh, let's go to the next game. Boston taking a trip to Columbus, Ohio. Boston, huge favorite, minus 250, over under at six and a half. Joe, what do you got here? I had to squeeze some value out of this one uh, because they're so favorited. Mm-hmm. Those boys from Columbus can't buy a win, you know, after dropping seven of their last eight and losing mm-hmm. five straight to granted tough opponents. It's not going to get easy, any easier going home to play against Boston again because they just played them um, in Boston. So even though they're going home, I think they're going to have a tough time. Boston's a good team. So I took them on the money line because I didn't like the puck line here. But I'm thinking Boston's going to get over two and a half goals. So with the over two and a half and the money line play, it gives you odds of plus one seventy nine. I love it. Ooh. I uh, I would lean Boston. Not you can't take them straight up minus two fifty. Even if you take them in regulation, they're minus one forty five, which is still. So I probably would lean to the over. Last time these two teams played and went over, there was three empty net goals. So I think we see plenty of goals tonight. Columbus doesn't really play defense. This is a revenge game for Boston. So I would lean over six and a half for this game. Ah. Uh, third game oh my god this one sucks the coyotes going to st louis st louis is minus 420 over under six and a half how do you how are you gonna get value out of this one joe uh so i'm just gonna bite the bull a little bit on it but on the puck line (laughs) you know the line tells a story here one of the best teams in nhl gets one of the worst so i'm taking the blues here minus the one and a half at minus 146 i think that was the best value i could get out of this so right now it's they're getting two and a half goals so if you do minus two and a half for the blues it's plus 106 but if you take if you take two and a half with the coyotes it's minus 128 some 
you take take the two and a half. If you if you yeah. that wasn't up when I grabbed it. Yeah. If you get two and a half goals in the NHL, you you take insane it. Insane if you don't take that. So and you're getting pretty good value. So I would actually lean with Joe as well on that. Um, and then the last game. This is the game I have a um, play in. I think it's going to be a really good game. Calgary yeah, going yeah. to uh, Los Angeles. Calgary a minus one seventy eight favorite over under at six even. What do you how are you playing this one? Sneaky good team here and the the Kings. I'm telling you. Yeah. Calgary has been on top of their game, but not in the past four. They've dropped three, three to four straight. straight to five from crate. Yeah. Late night action here. I'm hoping for a fun one. Kings, if you look at their head-to-head matchup, they seem to have the Flames number. So not only are they on a cold streak, Kings winning their last two. Kings have actually picked up, I think, three of the last four against the Flames. So give me the Kings at home money line at plus 155. Love the plus money. Yeah, and money's coming in on the Kings now. They're plus 146. I got to go the other way. I'm going to take Calgary in regulation at minus 105. I think it's a revenge spot coming off that bad loss to the Blues. I think Flames get it together, bounce back tonight. And I think we see a commitment from defense, uh, defense from out of them. Like Joe said, they've lost three straight, and I think it's going to wake them up. I don't think they continue to struggle. They're too talented. They're too well coached for them to continue to struggle. So I think Kings, they, they got within three points of Calgary now in second place in that division. So I think Flames, they, they distance themselves a little bit. I, I'm going to take the Calgary Flames in regulation at minus 106. Someone's going to come out on top. Yes. Good luck tonight. Uh, Elvis, before I go, anything you liked? I'm going to be honest. I like the Kings. I just don't like the odds on the plus one and a half. Yeah. So if if you want to parlay it with North Carolina, just to get that. (laughs) Yo, you got to chill with the North Carolina talk. Uh, no, but I do like in all seriousness. I do like the Kings plus one and a half. If you want to lay a little extra money on it, I would. I, I like it as well. Yeah. That's well, true. we definitely have good games on the ice, but I think most people are going to be watching that national championship tonight. Glued. Uh, uh, Maybe yes. a little raw after WrestleMania. Oh, speaking of raw, WrestleMania last night, Joe. There's too many great moments for the two day event, but what was your favorite fight over the weekend? Man, my favorite match, hands down. Got to give a shout out to our boy Pat McAfee. Let's go. The best match of the evening. Had to. Though be. the main event was great, but man, just all the events that it happened after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the man's a superstar. Yeah. You know, granted, he hadn't had a full career in the WWE. He can wrestle. Mm-hmm. That was a wrestling match. That wasn't a celebrity fight. That yes. was a wrestling match. And all credit to Pat McAfee for putting on a show. As as always, it's 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 standard for that man to be a entertainment phenomenon. Absolutely. I I couldn't agree more, Joe. I thought that was I thought that was the best WrestleMania I've seen in a while. And that match was ridiculous. People should have bought stock on Pat McAfee years ago. All punter, all punter of a decade and then just leaves the NFL with guaranteed money on the table. And and then he last night walking out with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Then uh, 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 uh. And it, I think everyone was rooting for Pat. Like he had yeah. the place going. He had Jerry World going crazy last night. Rock. And then Stone Cold, one of the best ever to come out and defend him while they're breaking. Even though Vince could barely take a stunner. Yeah, the pick almost killed him. Yes. <laughs> Vince McMahon, I think it should be illegal to look that good at 76. He right. is jacked. Yes. <laughs> Units. Wow. And legend. Last thing I'll end it with, 
Austin 316 says, I just stunned McAfee. <laughs> so, all in all, great weekend of sports. Good luck tonight, boys, on your hey, plays. One last thing before yes. we get out of here, you segue us out. I got a prop play in the EPL. Oh, I forgot. Yes, little Ooh. footy action. Wilfred Zaha is one of the best goal scorers in English Premier League soccer right now. Mm-hmm. He's playing for Crystal Palace, and they're the only game on tonight's slate taken on Arsenal at home. So not only do they get home field advantage, but they get one of the best goal scorers to play in the start in the forward position. Wilfred Zaha, anytime goal scorer at plus 320. This man has a cannon of a foot. And if you look at his statistics and if you look at his highlights, a lot of his goals come from outside that box. So if Zaha scores from outside the box, odds for that, Plus five thousand. Don't work a little sprinkle. Let's go. Maybe parlay give you plus ten thousand. But it would work if you can get it. If you can get anytime goal scorer with him scoring outside the box, let that ride. Good luck on the pitch. Good luck to all the lads across the pond. Good luck to you boys tonight. Huge episode on Friday. We got UFC 273 opening day this Thursday for baseball. We got the Masters starting uh, Thursday. And hey, there's a whisper. He's the tea time decision. Tiger. Don't let Tiger get in the pitch. He's going to run away with it. Go. Go. And that's going to do it for this Monday edition of the Dream Wager. We will see you guys on Friday with more picks, hot takes. Please follow along our social media, Twitter and Instagram at the Dream Wager. You can find all of your episodes wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, give us a review. All that good stuff helps us out tremendously. Be a friend, tell a friend, have a great week, and we will see you guys on Friday.